the point why I showed uh, this, uh, this commercial, this, this heartwarming Christmas commercial with this one is because we all want to feel secure in community, that we don't want to feel alone, that, um, that I, actually I'm, I'm reading a book, it's actually a business book right now, uh, or uh, I'm reading right now a business book um, about how businesses work and as businesses and as entrepreneurs, we work better when we work together. I mean, just think, just think about if, if, if everybody decided, I'm going to stop working today. How, well, but, but if you were the only one that didn't, if you were the only one that didn't, I mean, everything would come to a grinding halt, right? Uh, and, and, and we need each other. We have to be secure in community. And this is kind of what we see coming out of that, 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 that video, that, that we all need and want relationships in each other. But we fear something humongous in this. We fear rejection. And in fact, we won't even put ourselves out there uh, on, the, on, on the guillotine of, of relationships because we might get our heads chopped off through rejection. And through this series, The Gathering, we've taken a look at the first two weeks. We focused two weeks on this because it's so important that Jesus was rejected for our acceptance. Jesus was accepted for, or rejected for our acceptance in, into God's family. And look, that's the gospel, right? So many ways we could describe the gospel, that's one of them. Jesus was rejected so we could be accepted. And then last week we took a look at when, it, when surrounding Jesus, when it looks like, when, when, when we look at Jesus, when we follow Jesus, when we, when we focus on Jesus, there will be rejection that we will experience. And what does that look like? And we looked at that last week. And you catch up with all of this through our, through our podcast. You can, you can find, find it on iTunes. It's their podcast deal. If you uh, get a third-party app, app like Downcast, like what I use, or you can download our app and listen to uh, all of the past episodes on our app as well. But this week, this week, we're going to look at what it looks like to be secure in community. If we, by nature, are going to be rejected because, uh, because we um, uh, uh, follow Jesus and there's certain things that we're going to be rejected about because we follow Jesus, we've got to be secure in some community, right? And we're going to look at Mary and Joseph more in depth this week. That they had plenty of things to fear. First and foremost, the relationship that they had with each other. Mary was pregnant Joseph knew it wasn't because of him, and the story she had was pretty incredible. Literally. <laughs> incredible. And so their relationships was literally on the rocks. But also, but also rejection from their families. Who is going to believe them? Rejection from their community. Rejection from the religious community and what God told them. The message that God had for these two people was enough to secure those two and those two alone. You see in this story, there's not a lot of people coming around them. There's some, but not a lot of people coming around them. That whatever God told them, it was enough for those two to be secure in their community. Secure enough in their community that they could walk forward through the difficulty in life. Luke chapter 1. We're going to start with uh, 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 Mary's story. Luke chapter 1. You're going to follow along on the screen. Hardbound Bible, of course. 
uh, uh, the Bible app. I encourage you to download the Bible app. We put an event in there. You can save it. We put a study guide in there of some other scriptures that kind of go along with the same theme that you can come back to later. Some of the small groups even use that in their small groups. But Luke chapter 1, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent out by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And an angel came to her and said, Rejoice, favored woman. The Lord is with you. <coughs> but she was deeply troubled <coughs> excuse me, by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. How can we be secure in community? First and foremost, we found favor with God. This angel showed up to Mary. It said, greetings, Mary. Uh, you know, uh, maybe remind some of us in working many. You know, nanu, nanu. Uh, greetings, Mary. And she was troubled. You notice this thing? She was troubled. I, find, I find that kind of almost humorous. Like, like, she was troubled at what kind of greeting this could be. You know, when God sends angels, your life's going to change, right? <laughs> when God sends an angel with the message that he has, there's only one person bigger than an angel that could send the message. God himself, right? Your life's going to change if an angel is sending the message. She was troubled by what, 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 was, what was getting ready to occur. And what does the angel tell her? Do not fear. I don't think it was about don't fear me. I think it was about don't fear what's about ready to come down to you. Because if an angel's coming, your life's about ready to change. What did he tell her? You found favor with God. Do a second. Do, 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 do this for a second. Just to yourself. I'm not looking confession time here or anything. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Think about it. Now think. God has the same message for each one of us. You have found favor with me. Favor with you. Check, check, check. I have found favor with you. You are favored by God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look, Paul, you know the guy that was Saul? Who killed Christians? What did he say? God is for us. Who can be against him? The guy who killed Christians. Okay, confession time. Anybody killed a Christian lately? Anybody? Anybody? I haven't. I haven't. Just okay. We've at least gone there, right? We've we've at least been below killing Christians. We've at least been below killing Christians. But Paul, who killed Christians, found favor with God. What's there to be scared of? God looks at you favorably. And that allows us to be secure in community. Because we can look at each other and say, look, all of us, no matter what we do, we can work through it because God looks at us favorably. And look, we can be generous with this community. I was joking with Dave earlier. 
Those of you that know Dave know why this is a joke. We need to be liberals. We need to be liberal with this community. Freely giving this away. Freely giving away this secure community to those who are hopeless, those that are in despair, those that are living in chaos, those that do not feel unconditionally loved, that feel like they have to earn their love, and those who are completely faithless. We have to be generous with this community. Why? Because everybody is only faith away from finding favor with God. Hebrews 11.6 It is impossible to please God without faith. The opposite of that is equally as true. We please God with faith. How else can we be secure in community? Do not be afraid. Uh, you found favor with God. Now listen. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you will call his name Jesus. He will be great and be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom will have no end. How, how else can we be secure in community? Jesus will never stop reigning. R-E-I-J-G-N. Look. Would have been. I'll just skip this. Clinton's tenure would have ended. Trump's tenure will end. The next president's tenure will end. Dictator's tenure ends. Fidel Castro just died. But Jesus. The one who said he is love. He is compassion. He is righteousness. He is holy. He is everything. His reign will never end. And we can be secure in the community that is built around Jesus. Because we know, we know whatever happens in this world, his reign will never end. So we don't have to be affected by whatever happens in this world. And we don't have to freak out. Showing our fear by whatever happens in this world. Look, Christians have been numbed to sleep by religious liberty. Did Jesus promise religious liberty? Not in the country. He didn't promise that. What did he promise? In this world, you will have trouble. That's what he promised. But when he got done making that promise, he also said this. My father is making a room for you. Look, we're going to have trouble here. That's the promise of Jesus. But the promise of Jesus is also equally as true. That he reigns forever and he has a room for us who believe. And there's always room for those extra to believe. That's why we can be secure in this community and give away this community liberally because Jesus came to die so that all men might be saved, right? And women, all mankind. Just, you know, have to put that out there since we are living in 2016. How else are we secure in community? 
Mary asked the angel, how can this be since I've never been intimate with a man? Like I said last week, Mary's saying, I've taken that middle school class before. I've seen that video. I haven't done that. The angel replied to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. How can we be secure in community? The Holy Spirit overshadows us. Now for Mary, specifically, that meant that there was going to be a baby growing in her belly that was put there by God. She was a bit unique in that nature. But the principle is still the same. See, Jesus said it this way. You will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Baptized means immersed. You will be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. Think about this. Let's go back to that worst thing ever, right? Doesn't matter, right? Worst thing ever. The Holy Spirit will still overshadow you. Here's how Paul says this. It is not not I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. Think about that. Think about this deal. This is the deal that God makes to every single one of us. And if you haven't believed in him yet, this is the deal that he lays right before you. That stuff, that worst stuff that came into your mind that you've done, you give that to me and I will give you me. I will come into your life and I will live your life for you. That's the deal he gives us. Do you want to take it? And look, this is why we can be secure in community. Because even if we fail, even when we fail, we can look at each other and say, look, you messed up, I messed up. But God still wants to overshadow all of us. And let his holiness, his power, his righteousness, his blamelessness, all of who he is live through us. And we can look at each other in grace and forgiveness and patience. Because of this. And again, we can give this away liberally because is it us for no more that he wants to overpower, overshadow? No. Holy Spirit is the down payment for all who believe. The down payment of all who believe. Why else can we be secure in community? Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who is called childless. For nothing will be impossible with God. For nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing will be impossible with God. See, I think that sentence had less to do with the fact that Jesus was going to be in her belly. Like for Mary, that was going to happen, right? That that was just a pretty natural process. I think the angel was saying this more for everything else that would have been fearful for her. Will I get married now? What will people think? What will people say? What will people whisper? Will I be rejected? Will I ever get to go to synagogue again? What does God's will for my life here mean? It's going to be difficult. You don't just parrot the son of man and have a manual for that, right? And you know that if you're parenting the son of God, there's going to be some opposition come from a spiritual realm. 
This is going to be difficult. And she's what, 12, 13, 14? Congratulations, Mary. God has a wonderful plan for your life. Nothing's going to be impossible. Now, this doesn't mean like some, some of our, some, of, some in Christian circles say today, dream big dreams for God and he'll do it. Nothing's impossible for God. Hogwash. Mary didn't sit up at night and go, you know what I could do for God? I could be the mother of his child. That was not a thought that she dreamed. He can dream farther than we can dream. For nothing's impossible for God. Sitting in front of a deficit, nothing's impossible for God. How do we continue our mission? How do we move forward? How do we go international? Nothing is impossible for God. Personally, let's go back to that sin. How do I overcome my sin? Nothing is impossible for God. What about this sickness? Nothing is impossible. What about this circumstance? Nothing is impossible. God has put a vision into me and a dream into me, and I don't know, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to get there. I don't know what the next steps are. Nothing is impossible with God. The God who moves mountains, the God who walks on water, the God who rises the dead and rose from the dead himself, nothing is impossible with God. Why can we be secure in community? Because we can look at each other and say, nothing is impossible with God. If he wants us to be a community, he's going to make sure we're a community. Nothing is impossible with God. And we can be liberal with this community because there's a lot of people that need the impossible to happen in this community. And nothing is impossible with God. So what about Joseph? Matthew 1. The birth of Jesus came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, and engaged, I don't like that word, betrothed. They were legally married at this point in time. It's not that she could just throw away a ring or he could ask back for the ring. They were legally married. It was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of man, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Not don't be afraid of me. Don't be afraid of all these things swirling around your head about taking Mary as your wife. What will people say? What will people think? What will people whisper? Will I ever be accepted back to the synagogue again? Will I be able to continue my carpentry business? Don't be afraid. To take Mary as your wife. Because what has been conceived in her is by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Why can we be secure in community? Because Jesus saves us from our sins. That worst thing that we came, that came into our mind. Jesus saved you from that if you're in faith. And Jesus will save you in that if you just believe in his name. And he will cleanse you of that. And he will wash you free of that. And he will forgive you of that. And he will make you righteous, holy, blameless in his sight. Because that is what he has promised. 
And we can be secure in community because we can look at each other no matter what we do. We can look at each other and say, Jesus has saved you. Jesus has forgiven you. Jesus has made you righteous. Yes, you made a mistake. Yes, I made a mistake. But this is how God sees you. And so we're secure in community. And we can give this away liberally. Because again, Jesus came to die. To give salvation to all people who will believe. And they will never believe unless they hear. One last thing. Now, all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to his son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And we hear Emmanuel and God with us, and we make Christmas songs out, out of that as if Jesus was the only manifestation of Emmanuel. The story of the Bible is a story of Emmanuel, God with us. The Garden of Eden, God with us. The tabernacle and the temple, God with us. Jesus, God with us. The Holy Spirit, God with us. Revelation is about God with us for all eternity. The story of the Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22 is God with us. That is the story of the Bible. And what is there to fear if God is with us? We fear Obama if God is with us? Do we fear Clinton if God is with us? Do we fear Trump if God is with us? Do we fear ISIS if God is with us? Do we fear our neighbor if God is with us? Do we fear our boss if God is with us? Do we fear? Who is there to fear if God is with us? But if we freak, we are showing our fear. We are showing that we are truly fearful. We don't have faith that God is with us. We can be secure in community because God is with us. And he can overcome everything that we could do to one another. Everything. A series in the spring after Easter, we're going to look at the one another's in the Bible. A lot of them came up in Paul's writings of what we are supposed to do to one another. When you put it like that, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see what we get to do to one another. But we can be secure in this because God is with us. And we can give this away generously and liberally because God is with us. Because there is no end to God and his love, correct? There's always one more who can receive God's love. We have made a God out of acceptance in our culture. That the worst possible thing you could do to me is reject me. We will be rejected. We will go through difficulty. We will, we will have all of these things happen in life. It's a part of life. Here's the lunacy of this. Because I have made a God out of acceptance. I demand you accept me, which is impossible. 
And I demand you be perfect because if you are not perfect, you're going to sin against me and I'm going to be offended. But we're going to do this without Jesus. I am going to demand that you be perfect without Jesus. It's possible. It's possible. Or we can have Jesus be secure in the fact that we have found his favor, be secure in the fact that nothing is impossible, be secure in the fact that he overshadows us, be secure in the fact, of, the fact that he reigns, be secure in the fact that he saves us, be secure in the fact that he is always with us. We can follow Jesus and be secure in all of those things. And guess what? We now do not need to demand anything of anybody because we're secure in Jesus. And we can be a a community that simply gives away the hope, the certainty of a better future. Give away the joy, the inner excitement about what God is doing, no matter what the circumstances are. That we can give away peace, calm inside the chaos. Not calming the chaos, calm inside the chaos. We can give that away. We can give away love, unconditional sacrifice for others. We can give away faith. And not demand anything of anybody. And we can give this away to people just like us. Who are haunted by the worst thing that they've ever done. Because we know Jesus saves. Jesus forgives. And he came as a baby to prove this. And he gave this sort of secure community to this couple. And because of this, they kept going forward. What did Mary say? May it be done to me according to your word. I am the Lord's slave. And if those two people, practically alone, can walk together through difficulty. What can happen when a church decides to do the same? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. and The fact that you came in order to give us this secure community and that we can give this away. Lord, I pray that We get better at giving this away. I get better at giving this away. That because we were haunted by our worst, we can give away your best because we know other people are haunted by the same thing. There's people living in fear all around us. Help us to show the security that comes in you. It's your name we pray. Amen.